Well, hello everybody. It is negative 383.67 degrees in Terrell, Texas. Uh, that's Kelvin, not Fahrenheit. Um, actually, Fahrenheit is 76 degrees. And it's time for Richard's Radio Adventures. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. My name is Richard, KB5JBV, and you have stumbled upon this extravaganza for the mind, or at least extravaganza for the amateur radio mind, or who knows, it may be an extravaganza for the nevermind. But anyway, we're here, we're back, and I do apologize. Uh, as you may have heard by listening to some of the previous episodes, I've had some medical issues and stuff like that. We're still dealing with doctors, lawyers, social security, all this wonderful, fantastic stuff. And it has put us way behind, or kind of short on time anyway. So we're going to try and get y'all something you can use out in this episode. Before we get started on that, I just wanted to remind y'all that there are multiple ways to get a hold of us here at the show. The best way is to go over to the website at rfpodcast.info and you will find a separate link on that page that goes specifically to all of our contact information. Facebook, Twitter, MeWe, Tumblr, um, Discord. We can't forget Discord. And if you're really adventurous, we've got some uh, videos that are on the website, but uh, you can also go over to YouTube and have access to those. If you'd like to leave comments over there, that would be absolutely wonderful because we want to make sure that we're getting y'all what you need. We, uh, speaking of videos, we are still technically doing videos or working on videos for y'all. Unfortunately, that goes back to that time crunch that we've been, we were talking about. But the audio's good. Uh, we're working on the videos. And we would like all of you, I have put out invites on all the social networks that I'm currently on. Now, I think I even put one on the one we discontinued, even though we don't use it anymore. So go over, check out, I mean, on Facebook, we've got a page, a group, my personal page. We also have another uh, group that uh, is one of mine called DFW Elmers. You can go check over there. Twitter, uh, KB5JBV, MeWe, and other places. It's either Richard, Richard KB5JBV, or Resonant Frequency. So there should be plenty of invites out there. If not, use my email address and let me know that you would like an invite, and I will shoot one back over there to you. Uh, my personal email address, at least for the radio side, is KB5JBV, my call sign, Kilo Bravo 5, Juliet Bravo Victor, at gmail.com. Gmail. You know, the Google folks. Alrighty, so I really can't think of much else that we need to throw in here in the beginning. So... Let's go ahead and move on to our topic for this time. But before we get going, um, Resonant Frequency, the Amateur Radio Podcast, is we're still working at that. But one of the things we did over there is that we had full-length uh, music for our breaks. If y'all would be interested in full-length versions of songs, shorter versions of music to kind of break up the monotony, or if you like things the way they are, Please let me know. Now, I know over at Resonant Frequency, there was some people that did complain in the early episodes about 
the music kind of running over into the segments, so we uh, discontinued that. And the reason they were bringing that up is because they wanted to play some of the segments on their repeaters, but couldn't because it had the music on it. So y'all get in touch with me. Let you let, give me your thoughts on music. Lots and lots, because even if we have to do little short ones, I stole some stuff that used to belong to Brian Lunduke. Well, it didn't belong to him, but he used it for a podcast he had at one point. So with that, let's go ahead and dive into our topic for this time. Y'all have heard me over the last few episodes complaining about it's a hobby. It's a hobby. It's just a hobby. It's not important. It's just a hobby. And I've been thinking about that. I put out the last two episodes. In fact, I recorded them both the same night. And since then, like I said, I've had my hands full. But I've had time to stop and think about this. And I think I finally figured out that the problem is there's so many people out there that haven't read the job description. Now, let me try and clarify what I'm saying. Uh, I've looked at the current entry-level license question pool it's kind of light on part 97 but then again the vast majority of people out there and i've actually changed my opinion on this at one time i was dead set against it but the majority of people out there they get the question pool they learn which answer goes with which question without actually knowing why it goes with that question they go and take their test, and woohoo! they're going to go get a radio that they can talk on that they don't have to listen to see beers on. Or sometimes they get them so that they can talk on that radio, and then when they get ready to talk to the sea beers, they can go over and talk to the sea beers. Anyway, it, the whole point is, is that uh, <laughs> it goes back to that thing I'm always preaching, Elmer, 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 and we don't have enough Elmering going on. We don't have enough people out there guiding but I'm not going to go off on Elmering, at least not for another 20 minutes. And it may not even be then, but we'll see. Let's see Let's see where the material takes us. Tonight I want to talk for just a minute, or a few minutes, about Part 97. And the main reason is, I'm, you know, I was talking about those that probably haven't read the job description. Now... Though it hasn't been that long since the Christmas Day bombing. It hasn't been that long since we've had other emergencies happen. Hurricane season ended back in November and we'll be starting back up here in a couple months. It's coming on severe storm season here in Texas. And let me remind everybody that there was a bunch of folks down on uh, Reddit. That amateur radio group down there is full of window lickers. Let me tell you, people who, golly, you need to be an amateur radio operator. But then again, when you ask them about public service, something public service related, well, there's no reason for us to worry about that. Well, therein lies the problem. And it's the same way a lot of places that you go and check. You know, I was talking about tragic nets here not long ago okay people want to talk about their cars they don't need to have a net for it it's just it boggles the mind now when we get done i think y'all probably understand why 
the FCC doesn't have a problem with trying to take away our frequencies or charge us money for something that, in my particular experience, I have been able to get for free or renew for free for the last 30 years. Because, you know, I didn't even use one of the online services that looked to renew your license for you. I'd go straight to the database and renew my stuff and move on my way. In fact, on my current license, uh, currently valid license, I've changed the address on it three different times since I renewed it the last time. And all I had to do was go over to the FCC database and fix it. So you've got these guys on Reddit. And then you got Rod and Flo. I told y'all I was going to make them famous. I'm going to make them famous for a different reason than Cliff, because Cliff is an internet superstar. We'll, we'll get back to Cliff at some point. But uh, Rod and Flo, because once again, y'all probably heard when I first talked about it, their thoughts on emergency communications was... They were talking about radio through the internet and how people were giving them a hard time. And uh, one of the, I think it was Rod, said something about, well, you know, if the internet goes down, we're going to have a whole lot bigger problems than amateur radio. Yeah. So you got the window lickers on Reddit. You got Rod and Flow. You got a lot of people out there. And the word hobby, 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 all the time. And hobby is a word that's crept in from the outside sadly i'm having to start use start to use the word because there's people out there that do not understand when i use the word art or service and i don't use art very often unless i'm trying to make a point but we are the amateur radio service we are not the fcc licensed amateur radio hobby we are not and, you know, it's just, it amazes me. I even hear conversations on local repeaters where people are like, yeah, I can do what I want, and, you know, I don't even have to pay. You know, there isn't a Tom Stoffel, man. If any of you have ever read Moon is a Harsh Mistress, you know what I'm talking about, Tom Stoffel. For those of you who haven't, uh, one of the things Heinlein brought up in that particular book, and it caught on for a little while, a lot of people don't use it anymore, well, except for the other day on the Babylon 5 group on Facebook when I somebody was uh, talking about Free Mars, which was uh, a storyline on Babylon 5 at one point, I responded with Free Luna. If you want to find out more, The Moon is a Harsh Mistress by Robert Heinlein. In fact, if you look, you can probably find an audio copy somewhere on the internet that won't cost you anything. So now we've gone off topic. Y'all know I'm good at that. So let's dial it back in. What I want to talk about right now is the Code of Federal Regulations, Title 47, Part 97, Subpart A, General Provisions, and specifically 97.1, the very first paragraph or subsection, subpart, in the Rules and Regulations that govern amateur radio. Now, please understand, I'm working from a copy that is dated March 5th of 2018. So that's two years ago, but with some of the newer developments here recently, it will probably be updated again sometime soon. Subpart A has to do with general provisions, and it's the subheading is basis and purpose. 
basis and purpose meaning basis and purpose for having the amateur radio service and further down further into 97 you start getting into rules and regulations and all this other stuff actually 97.3 which they eliminated point two i can't remember what it was at this time i'll try and dig into that for y'all but 97.3 is definition and it's extensive but then we start the other stuff further, further down the list. But we want to focus on 97.1. And it starts out with, The rules and regulations in this part are designed to provide an amateur radio service. Service. Having a fundamental purpose as expressed in the following principle. A. Recognition and enhancement of the value of the amateur service to the public as a voluntary, non-commercial communication service, particularly with respect to providing emergency communication. Now, let's dissect that a little bit. And I know y'all going to think this is going to get kind of long, but it, it, it shouldn't be as long as we might worry about. It's to recognize in, for the recognition and enhancement of the value of us, the amateur radio service, not the amateur radio hobby, the amateur radio service, to the public as voluntary non-commercial communication service. Non-commercial. That's where the amateur comes in. We are non-commercial. We don't get paid. If you go further down part 97, you'll find out that we're not allowed to get paid for being amateur radio operators. Remuneration is not part of what we are about. Unless, of course, you're the guys over at 100 watts in a wire. So, non-commercial communication service. Particularly with respect to providing emergency communication. Okay. Rod and flow, if the internet goes down and all you got is a DMR radio, hmm, not working. If you ain't got access to a repeater, uh, other people with uh, antennas up in the air, um, generators, batteries, all that good stuff, you're going to be in trouble with respect to providing emergency communication. It's our job, and we volunteered. So let's not langu languish here too long. Uh, let's go to uh, part B, subtitle B. Continuation and extension of the amateur's proven ability to contribute to the advancement of the radio art. That means we create stuff. We find new ways. When they talk about the radio art, they're not talking about a picture on the wall. They're not talking about us making music. They're not talking about naked David in the Sistine Chapel and all that good stuff. What they're talking about is this, and I got this from the uh, the Webster Merriam-Webster dictionary because the Oxford dictionary definition is <laughs> very long. But the portion that I pulled out that concerns us from the Merriam-Webster dictionary is art is defined, and well, it's defined as a bunch of stuff. But in our case, art is defined as a skill at doing a specified thing. Typically, one acquired through practice. Amateur radio art. 
That's not everything. But that's a big chunk of it. Practice, practice, practice. Because some people have decided that mm, contesting in itself is the thing they do when contesting is practice for other things. Same thing with moving traffic on a traffic net or building antennas or uh, DXing. Everything we do is practice for something else, y'all. And I've said this for years and years. You can go back to the early episodes of Resonant Frequency and hear me talking about everything we do in amateur radio is practice for something else. So let's move on. C, uh, which is encouragement and improvement of the amateur service through rules which provide for advancing skills in both the communication and technical phases of the art. So what does that mean? Well, part 97, since this is the opening part, sub part of part 97, uh, they are explaining there that further down, the rest of part 97, kind of puts together rules and guidelines which provide for advancing our skills, what we're allowed to do, in both communications and in the technical phases. Meaning that we need to make sure that our kilowatt and a half amplifier doesn't splatter on everything from the AM broadcast band to the FM broadcast band or into the TV bands. We need to make sure that we're not overdriving our equipment so bad that it sounds horrible and it may very well be creating harmonics which could disrupt other services. Well, I set up an HF rig in an apartment I had one time and I was into Amtor. Now, for those of y'all who don't have any idea what that is, Amtor was the predecessor basically to Pactor. Difference being that Amtor uh, ran three characters at a time. Three characters, recheck, recheck, three characters, recheck. Pactor made that a little more efficient by being able to send larger packets, basically. But with as with most HF digital modes, if you're not careful, if you don't have things set up right, you can cause a lot of havoc on the radio band. And this apartment I was in, my wife at the time allowed me to string a 20-meter dipole antenna along the ceiling of the apartment from a corner in the bedroom all the way into the corner of our dining room. It just so happened that the feed point fell right at the bedroom door, so the only thing anybody would see if they came in there was a odd-colored piece of wire running across the ceiling, uh, put up with push pins. And I would come home at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning from my job and sit down. I'd fire up on Pac uh, Amtor, and when I did, channel 42 on our cable would completely go away. And I know if it was doing it in our apartment, it was doing it in other people's apartments. That's one of the reasons I restricted transmissions to the middle of the night. 
Now, it wasn't as bad on 15 meters or 10 meters, but way down there, mm-mm, no, wasn't happening. So, there are guidelines for us. Once again, it's not a hobby. We are operating under the good graces of the FCC. The fact that they can stop us from operating is something that's lost on a lot of people. So, advancing your skills in communication and technical. Well, communication, you know what? If you get on the radio and you're using funky, uh, funky uh, phonetics and you kind of mush mouth and you got the, you're overdriving your uh, two meter rig so bad people can't, can't even understand what you're saying or even worse, you're dropping out of the pass band on a repeater or something. Uh, communication. So let's move on to D. Expansion of the existing reservoir within the amateur radio service of trained operators technicians, and electronics experts. Now, I understand that in the time I've been licensed, we've come a long way. There was a whole lot of stuff that was still tube. There were, well, I mean, even on the computer side, which computers became part of the amateur radio service, kind of, sort of, in the 80s. And some of these big honking, clunking radios, they had big old boards on them and stuff. You know, if it wasn't for uh, the discovery or the invention or development of the integrated circuit at Texas Instruments way back when, we would probably still be running uh, light bulb sized tubes in our radios. And for those of y'all who've never had to deal with an extremely large radio under your dashboard, <laughs> you've been very, very lucky. But once again, it says, technicians and electronic experts. You know, the guys that get out there and just talk on the radio and they don't do anything else. They don't get on nets. They don't participate um, in public service and all this other stuff. You're freeloaders, man. Freeloaders. Trained operators. Once again, that goes back to everything we do. Is training for something else. Getting on a net and throwing your call sign out and waiting to be acknowledged so you can talk about your car is still training. Moving traffic's a little more into the training. Races, areas, nets, a little more intensive. But it's not just that. Because you need to be able to make your radios work that's training as well you need to know what propaga how propagation works that's training as well and the training okay it's kind of a broad term but in a lot of cases it's study it's hands-on yeah i'd be willing to bet most amateur radio operators out there right now don't even know how to use a soldering iron Learning how to use a soldering iron in amateur radio came in quite handy for me because at one time I was doing auto automotive repairs at uh, a couple of different dealerships. And more often than not, when the new year model came out, there was a handful of recalls that would have to be done that I was going to have to be standing there with some shrink tube and my soldering iron 
and my rosin core solder because they never bought the right solder at that place and all that good stuff. And I ended up landing all, all of that stuff simply because there was only two of us in a shop that had probably 30 uh, technicians in it. And there was only two of us that could solder. In the case of amateur radio, I'm willing to bet you that the vast majority of amateur radio operators have never picked up a soldering iron. And last but not least, we have uh, subsection C or E, echo, continuation and extension of the amateur's unique ability to enhance international goodwill. Now here's the wrap on the nose with the frickin' newspaper kids. If you get on DMR and you go into the internet and come out on the other side in England, Belgium, France, Germany, Italy, wherever you come out on some, in some other part of the world, you are an ambassador for the United States. Unofficial. If you get on an HF rig and you work, as I was lucky enough to do, the island of Sao Tome off of the southern tip of Africa, you are an ambassador. Unofficial. Amateur radio service is supposed to be outside of politics other than where we deal with the FCC. It doesn't matter what's going on here because I guarantee you the same people that would have rolled on September 11th when the towers came down are ready to roll today. The same people that went into Louisiana when Katrina came through would be willing to go today. The people that we talk to around the world, I have talked to. My first uh, HF contact was with a, a, I think he was 12 or 13 year old kid in Puerto Rico who had just got his license. Now, Puerto Rico, yeah, okay, their possession, but we had a rapport. I've talked to people in Australia, I've talked to people in Latvia, Italy, Russia, Hong Kong. I've talked to uh, stations all over the world. And the amateur radio operators, we transcend all the political garbage. Sadly, there's a lot of pictures from that uh, riot, assault, whatever you want to call it, protest for those of you that are hardcore, of the capital in the United States here, that there's a lot of pictures of guys that have what appear to be Bofang UV5Rs on their jackets, shirts, whatever. Uh, it was easy enough for me to pick out because I still have the one that I did the review on probably 10 years ago. Sitting here on, on top of my monitor, sitting in a, in a charger. I rarely use it except for crossbanding. But... Those guys should not have been there, and quite honestly, I'm willing to bet most of them were uh, preppers or survivalists and were not amateur radio operators. However, they were using those radios to coordinate those activities. So, there you have it. Rewind the thing 
And listen, you've heard some of my commentary. What I will tell you is that this tells us that we are not a hobby. We are not a hobby. If you want to be an electronic hobbyist, well, go out there and build your drone. Get your Raspberry Pi and some other stuff. I know there ain't a whole lot of you that are interested in actually starting with a circuit board and working your way up. My zeal for that has pretty much waned as well. But it doesn't mean that if I have something I need to fix, I can't fix it. Unless, of course, it's one of these uh, small Japanese radios that I just can't see to fix it. But y'all need to get your business together. Because there are the retards out there, the ones that say, you know, it's just a hobby. And say, well, if the internet's down, we're going to have bigger problems. Or... Uh, in the case of the bombing, and yeah, I've tried a couple of times on Reddit to get down there and find out what the emergency response was in a place where I heard there was an issue just because I wanted to find out. And I've had somebody come back and, you know, it's like, guys, what's the emergency response? The guy will come back and say, probably nothing. Why are you worried about that? We got better things to do than that. Window liquors. I had one tell me to uh, uh, go get my hot pocket out of the microwave and head, head back down to the basement. We don't even respect each other anymore. Well, we respect y'all here. We respect y'all at Resonant Frequency. I can guarantee you they respect you over at Linux in the Ham Shack if you listen to that show. In fact, I can pretty much guarantee that Colin and Martin over at... Uh, Oh, I can't even remember the name of their show. You punch, you punch in amateur radio podcasts, they're up at the top. I can guarantee you those guys respect them. Whereas the uh, naysayers and stuff are, you know, most of them guys ain't going to be licensed when they come up for renewal anyway. They don't want to pay the whatever the fee is, $38 or whatever it's going to be. Because they don't care. I know I've got $300 radio sitting on the desk, another one that was hundred dollar whatever two hundred dollars uh any time i think it was two hundred i got a hundred dollar one in the bedroom uh a tyt i have <laughs> probably thousands of dollars of radio equipment over in the mini warehouse right now because i don't have a place to put it please go read the job description because when you pipe up in a idiotic fashion because you haven't even read the basic, I mean, one, two, three, 15 lines, 15 lines, as the way it's formatted on my screen right now, 15 lines of part 97. When you haven't even read and understood those, everybody knows you're an idiot that has. So with that, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Like I said, go over to the website. All our contact information is there. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, MeWe, uh, on the Discord server. We'd really like to see y'all at the Discord server because we really want to have some folks come over there so we can help them. We can do our best to try and talk them through any issues they're having or that kind of stuff. But we also have a couple of uh, 
chat uh, areas where you can just get in there and talk about whatever you like as long as we keep it family friendly. That's our number one thing. Uh, make sure there's a safe place for the new radio guys and make sure it's family friendly depending on in case somebody's sitting there talking to us, chatting with us, and they got the kiddos sitting on the knee. All right. I've uh, pretty much bored y'all as long as I can. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for putting up with the, the gaps in release dates because, uh, yeah, and it has been a year and 16 days at the recording of this. Since I set foot in the house of blues in Dallas. However, I'm going to be back at work in a couple of days. Take care of your family. Get out there in Elmer. And practice, practice, practice. And we'll see y'all next time.